Thanks for listening. If you'd like to schedule a one-on-one coaching with Dr. Lodi, please visit drsudliff.com. I am an American board certified OBGYN, a mom, a Muslim, and I'm talking about sex. This is the Muslim Sex Podcast. Before I get into it, the first thing I wanna make very clear is that I'm not giving any kind of religious or medical advice. So if you are seeking medical advice, please go see your healthcare provider. And if you have any questions about your religion, please speak with your friendly neighborhood religious leader. This is the Muslim Sex Podcast because I'm a Muslim woman that just happens to talk about sex. Hi, Dr. Tamara Beckford. How are you? I'm so excited to finally get you on my podcast that you're a very busy lady. And um, I just would like our viewers and our listeners to know a little bit about you. So if you could just tell us, um, you know, who you are, where you practice and what got you to doing what you're doing now. Okay. Well, thank you. Thank you for having me on this wonderful podcast. I really do love and I have been listening to it. So I am Dr. Tamara Beckford. I am a practicing emergency medicine physician. I'm also an entrepreneur and um, my business is called Your Caring Docs. And I am the CEO of Your Caring Docs. And I help busy professional women put their health and wellness, which is their self-care first, right? Because we're not trained to do that, especially mentally trained to do that, right? And I help us to put it first for at least two hours a month without guilt, which is the most important part, right? <laughs> You're doing it and we're not going to feel guilty about it. Right. Yeah. So many of us, especially, you know, in this, I feel like in our society, we just feel like the need to always be busy, right? So if we're not busy, we feel like we're not making a difference. We're not, yes. um, you know, just reaching whatever it is that we're trying to reach for. And we just, mm-hmm. times are, I mean, our mind, any time to decompress or anything like that, right? Absolutely. I feel like in our society, busyness is a badge of honor, right? To someone says, hey, can you help me with that? And it's just like, oh, you know, I'm just too busy. And it's just like, wow, you're so important because you're just so busy. And so we use it as a badge of honor, but sometimes it's to our detriment because this consistent set of tasks that's piled up on our schedule, when are we going to take time for ourselves? And when we do, the busyness, and everything else that comes along with it starts to add the guilt. And you say, you know, so you move from being super busy to now being guilty for not being busy. Ah, like how crazy is that? <laughs> and that's the world we live. Yep. You're so right. And, you know, I'm a, I'm guilty of that for sure. You know, anytime I'm actually having fun, I feel like, wow, I'm not. Like, <laughs> yes. like, why am I not working? I should be working. So absolutely. I agree with you. And so, um, so tell me, how do you go about um, helping women do that? So there are a couple of ways that we, that I do go about that. I do have a society and I do do coaching. 
And um, with the coaching, it is one-on-one and really helping you to de- to determine, like, you know, what is it that's important to you? So my aspect and what I delve deep into is self-care. Mm-hmm. And uh, I love the term self-care, even though, you know, a lot of people, we use it. And, you know, when we ask someone, so what are you doing for self-care? And this is, oh, I can't tell the last time I went to the spa. And they're like, okay. You know, that's one aspect of self-care, but self-care is something you can incorporate every day. And so this is something that I really help women to put into practice. And most importantly, to realize like, well, I really don't have to wait for a particular um, time of the week or I don't have to wait for a time of the year, such as, oh, well, my self-care is when I go on this vacation to this really exotic place. And I can't wait until six weeks from now when I go on vacation. Yeah, but just stop now. So what are we doing now to really delve into what's important to you? And that's what I help women do. Let's figure out what's important to you now. And we start working on that now. And we do it every day because as our days go on and as we go busy and busier in our lives, we lose the essence of who we are. We forget because now we're moms, we're physicians or whatever title it is that you are, you know, and then the titles get piled up higher and higher and the essence of who you are gets lost. So let's bring that back out. And that's what I help women do. Excellent. That's yeah. And that's so true. And, you know, I see that every day and um, it's, it's very hard to find that time for yourself. And like you said, you know, and not feel guilty about it. Right. Yes. Yes. Um, And, and, you know, there's the thing about finding that time is that one of the challenges that we have is that we have a mental block as to how to find the time and how to carve the time out because we feel like it needs to be a large period of time in order to decompress, but it really doesn't. You know, you have, um, of course, a lot of techniques, you know, a lot of yoga or tapping or, or mindfulness. And a lot of these are breath, breathing, you know, a nice, um, breathing skills that you can incorporate in techniques. And a lot of them, they don't take that long. <laughs> but our minds are like, oh, I have to take time for self-care. I'm going to need to. And then there it is, the mental block. The, I got to add this to my schedule. I'm going to now be busier because I'm trying to take time to myself. And we said, no, 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 slow down. Pause. You can actually incorporate this a little bit every day. And it has a huge impact. Right. So is there a particular, I don't know if you use an app like Headspace or, or is there a particular mantra or is there something that you suggest your, you know, clients that they use to help them? Um, What do you use? So I am not using any apps at this time, but yeah, Headspace and Calm, of course, those are apps that one can use to try to meditate and to help with mindfulness. But what I do is try to help them bring out what it is most important to them. So the, these apps can help, but after you figure out what do you need, <laughs> Because these apps are going to help you to augment what you need. But once you figure out what is it that you need, like for me, the meditation and the mindfulness is wonderful. But for me, I need some time to read and clear my mind. And that app is not going to help me with that. Right. Mm -hmm. So what is it that's important? And that's the difference um, and the importance of self-care because it's individualized. Now, once you figure out what it is that's important to you, then you can use tools 
to help you to strategize and to um to incorporate it in your life. But first, what is it that's important to you? And that's the hardest part because we have so many layers covering that person from all the life experiences that we've had and all the titles, as I mentioned prior, that we now have in our lives. So breaking out that layers and getting back to the core is, is the first step. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely gets complicated. Mm-hmm. So, you know, as, as you probably um, know, I have a podcast called the Muslim Sex Podcast and yes. <laughs> sex coaching and intimacy. And so, you know, how do you help women to, I guess, you know, to help discover themselves so that they can be more present and alert in their own relationships? Mm-hmm. And All right. This is one thing that I truly love. And I'm glad that you are asking this question, because that's one of the ways that we do get lost. Right. We get lost in relationships. And when we're in relationships, it's good to be um, equally yoked with the partner that you're with. And therefore, you are doing a lot of compromising. But when the compromise gets beyond a certain um, level, then you now lost your identity. Mm, yeah. You know, so that's why it's so important to find your identity, because when you do, then everything is so much better. Right. How the intimacy, the intimacy um, that occurs when you know you you are self-fulfilled, but the other person is there as an addition It's not there in order to be the only person that can help me. You know, you are already happy and you're already pleased within yourself. Everything else is just like we'd say icing on the cake, right? And now when you have that, everything is better, right? The intimacy is better. The the physical um, physicality is better because you've already, you're not dependent on the other person for it the other person is just augmenting everything you already have because you've already been fulfilled with, within oneself. And that's what I think is the essence of this partnership, especially when it comes to intimacy and self-care. Like you've already been, everything is just an icing on the cake. And I think that once you get to that point, it's just so much better. You can tell me what you think. <laughs> especially with with all that you you've 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 interviewed so many wonderful guests and you know gotten to so many details but that that in essence is my take on self-care within intimacy no and you know you're absolutely correct I think that you know so one of the first things that I focus on when I speak to women is uh regarding their beliefs right Mm -hmm. so the same thing I'm sure that you talk about with self-care and some of the common beliefs that women have about themselves is, you know, poor body image mm-hmm. or the fact that they're too old to enjoy, you know, sex anymore, or mm-hmm. that they're too old to have an orgasm. Perhaps they've never had one, you know, they don't know what it is, what it, you know, feels mm-hmm. like. Forever. So, um, you know, a that's actually the first thing that I do is I go over what their beliefs are and why they believe what they believe. Right. And then we go into perhaps, you know, anatomy, depending on what their level of, you know, knowledge is about Mm -hmm. themselves and, um, you know, where things are in their body. And then, you know, we go through mindfulness, right. Mm -hmm. Just what you're talking about, you know, loving yourself, 
And so many studies have shown that just mindfulness alone um, increases arousal and desire, women, right? Just being present. And just mm-hmm. when you're talking about with the self-care, with women being so busy and having so many things on their mind and, you know, with this to-do list, that to-do list, that even in the most intimate of, you know, situations, we're not fully present, right? Right. So when we're not fully present, we're not going to experience and we're not going to enjoy what we're doing. Absolutely not. Right. <laughs> But the mind, the brain is not there. The body's there, but the brain is not, right? And the, and the, the arousal that occurs, it requires both working at the same time. It's not just the physical portion that brings it on. You know, like, as you mentioned, the mind isn't there. If the mind is on your to-do list and you're physically in the act of this intimate act of, of sex or whatever portion of intimacy you are the body's response is totally different. And it's so even important, as we mentioned with that, even mindfulness, which I think is part of the care in self-care is that when you are there and you're experiencing the other person there with you, mind, body, it's, it's so important that you don't even, you, at times you might not even need the physical touch because just the presence alone brings about the arousal and all the emotions that comes with um, intimacy. And and that's, I think, is an essence of self-care in that you yourself feel so fulfilled that being around that other person, it adds so much to it. And then the body might, you know, well, the body not might, it will follow. (laughs) It will follow. (laughs) And, you know, just exactly what you are talking about is, is one of my episodes on the nonlinear model of the female sexual response. And that was um, created by Dr. Rosemary Basson. And she speaks about exactly what you're talking about, just that emotional intimacy mm-hmm. that we crave and that we want, right? It includes being mindful and having that mindfulness. And then just as what you said, you know, then the other things follow, like the desire, the arousal, all of that mm-hmm. follows once you have that connection of that emotional intimacy. So absolutely, I, I agree with you hundred percent, you know, and it's, and it really starts with your own self-care, right? And absolutely. loving yourself, right? Before you can even love other people, mm-hmm. it's so important to love yourself. And that's actually what I tell my own kids. I tell them, you know, that yes. it's so important to love yourself and who you are mm-hmm. so that the energy that you project is what you attract, right? Mm-hmm. Love yourself, then other people will love you. But the most important thing is to is just- that you love you. <laughs> it's just, it's and it's so powerful. It's easy to say. And that's was one of the essence. I'm so glad that, you know, you're, we're having this wonderful discussion because these are things that are easy to say, but during times when you are at your lowest, that's when you should be able to look in the mirror and say, wow. I remember one of um, my clients, she says, I look in the mirror every day and she says, you're just so sexy. (laughs) That's awesome. Isn't that awesome? I mean, because if we think about the the mindset and the shift that she has changed her mind and programmed her mind to see herself as sexy, as opposed to see herself as, oh, look at this here. Oh my gosh, this has now changed. Oh, I wish this. I wish that. It's just like, oh, I love 
who you are. And um, I think that one of our, probably our um, mutual colleague, um, I saw a, a wonderful post um, of um, Dr. Sasha Shilkut had on um, Instagram and she was uh, exercising and she said, you know, thank you. She's just, she was having a gratitude practice during exercise about her body. And I mm-hmm. thought that was another wonderful way of self-love and self-care. You know, so many times our bodies have changed and especially as moms, you know, if you've had like very challenging pregnancies, like I've had two very challenging pregnancies and my body does not look the way it did 20 years ago, but then I'm also 20 years older. <laughs> recognizing that so you know so the self-love while you're exercising thank you these lovely legs for holding me up you know thank you to this wonderful abdomen for carrying these beautiful babies like these expression of self-love versus oh look at this love handle oh look at this it's just it's a different aspect and that love that you have for yourself and you tell yourself that it brings you to an extremely different level. And as you said, when it comes now to the intimacy portion, you're no longer feeling that you have to cower away. You can express yourself and you can have the joy in everything that comes along with intimacy because you love yourself. (laughs) You know, I think one of the other things that um, is helping me that I I don't always do, but when I do, I feel so much better is journaling, right? and everyone here too I've, I've tried I'm, I'm like you I'm like okay I'm gonna continue I'm gonna continue I have one right here <laughs> yep I have mine right here, right here. <laughs> you know it's uh it makes such a difference and I went back just yesterday and I was reading some of the things that I wrote and um you know one of them was just being grateful for how far I've come and this and that and and I thought, you know what, this is, I need to be doing this more often, right? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. I kind of get lost in every day and think like, gosh, I should be doing more. I should be doing more. I'm not doing enough. And, um, and then just to step back and say, you know what, I did a lot. Absolutely. And, and that's another great expression I love that you brought up of self-care, which is recognizing there are two parts to that. What? The mind is telling you that, especially for those of us who are high achievers and type A personalities, (laughs) just completely raising our hands. There we are. We will consistently think that it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not enough. And, um, you know, when we look back at what we've achieved and you step back and you said, if I had someone bring me their letters, you know, a child or another person I was mentoring, and they just showed me everything that I did written down. I would be acknowledging them and congratulating, like, wow, you're doing a lot. And so I'm going to, you know, do that for me. And then if I were unable to accomplish what I wanted to accomplish, I'm constantly working on my mind to say, that's okay. that's okay give yourself grace you know it's a part of the love it's a part of the self-love yes absolutely I I agree with you 100 percent it's just being kind right to yourself first and and giving yourself grace and knowing that you're you're doing your best and something else that I say to myself um Mm -hmm. that out a lot is I say you know I am where I'm meant to be oh love it I love that 
I am where I'm meant to be. And, and that just, you know, where I'm meant to be in life so that I'm not always running to the next step. I'm just trying to be in the moment and appreciating where I am and what I'm doing. That's and- giving me goosebumps. <laughs> Literally, I think it went all the way down to my legs. I feel it. I am where I am meant to be. And it's such a powerful statement. And this is what I love about like these statements. You know, they, these are simple words, but they have such deep meaning because if we look and we can apply that to so many aspects of our lives, right? Where I am where I'm meant to be here in this part of my life, in my career, in, you know, the relationship, in the decisions that I've made, the decisions that I made in the past to get me where I am right now. And I am going to sit and enjoy it because so many times we miss the journey because we're looking for the destination and we miss out on so much. And, you know, so I love it. I am where I'm meant to be. If there's anything I'm taking away from this podcast. (laughs) I love it. I love it. I'm glad. You know, I, I look at your social media and I love it. I, I love it. It puts a smile on my face because I see your smiling face and your words of encouragement every day. And sometimes I just look at it and I just listen to what you're saying. Mm-hmm. It just brings me great joy. So uh, I'm, I love your social media. I love that. Okay, so I'm glad that we got a chance to talk. And, you know, I love that you are covering topics, especially cultural topics that you were told to hush, hush, how dare. And I know that you've gotten, you know, some not so friendly messages, you know, (laughs) pertaining to what you're doing, but I applaud what you're doing. And, you know, I know that I'm the guest, but as a guest, I applaud and I am watching and I have to let you know this because so many women are suffering in silence and so many women are suffering, not understanding what's going on with their bodies or why things occur or thinking that they do not deserve to have great sex, great intimacy and great love. And even self-love is at their lowest and their self-care is at their lowest. But you are on a mission to change that. And I applaud you. And so as a guest, I am very honored that you're taking me in onto your podcast to really help our women out there to discover that self-care, self-love, intimacy, and great sex is also very important part of their lives. Starts with the self. And that's where you are so that you help women, you know, discover themselves and love themselves. And I think that that is fantastic in terms of, you know, what I'm doing. It's it's exactly what you're saying. Right. Mm-hmm. So I come from a very conservative community mm-hmm. and, um, you know, I grew up in a Muslim community and there were very um you know, things that we talk about, things that we don't talk about. And I don't think it has anything to do with, sure, yes, I grew up in a Muslim community, but I think it has more to do with our society, right? Mm -hmm. It's true for most communities and most uh, environments. I don't see very many people speaking about it. And, you know, it's not to be obscene. It's not to be vulgar. It's about you know, talking information. About exactly. And bringing that information to the forefront. And mm-hmm. a lot of times women don't have anyone to talk to regarding, you know, issues such as vaginismus or body image or mm-hmm. emotional intimacy 
that they feel or they are lacking and you know they don't know who they can discuss or who the trusted resources are so you know i aspire to be and i can only hope that i bring some value to you know the listeners and the people that are on my page and that i show them you know that there are definitely resources out there you know i i try to cite um, evidence-based research when I say something or a reel or something like that, so that people can go back and check out the sources and see what the sources say, but that they're, you know, that they have a voice and that it is important to recognize and understand that and to experience pleasure, right? That's something that we don't talk about ever. And especially, and it's it's something that we all deserve. Yes. It's a, it's a, it's one of our basic rights as humans. You know, we should be able to experience pleasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I don't think that enough women know or even recognize it, that it is, it is important, right? For Mm -hmm. self health, you know, for self care and, um, and that they deserve it. And why not? That's the way we were made, right? We were made. Why Why not? (laughs) Pleasure. Absolutely. Absolutely. So But, um, you know, I want to give a big shout out to you. I just think that what you're doing is amazing. And I think that it's so important for self-care for everyone, you know, not just for physicians, you do it for everyone. And if you could please tell us um, your social, your Instagram handle and how people could get in touch with you if they wanted to book a session or do coaching with you, that would be great. Absolutely. It'll be my honor to take care of any of you all who are listening. You can get in contact with me through Instagram. I'm available at your caring docs. That's you are C-A-R-I-N-G-D-O-C-S.com. My handle is also similar to the website. So I'm at www.yourcuringdocs.com. And you can always find me also on LinkedIn. And that's where a lot of my posts lie on LinkedIn at Tamara Beckford, MD, um, on LinkedIn. You can find my picture there and I'll be happy to connect with anyone. And if you would like a free um, consultation or discussion and just see if our values align, if you feel that working with me will be able to get you to the goal, then I'll be happy to book a call with you. And it'll be my pleasure to help you. Awesome. And I think, um, you know, I, I did hear, though, from someone that you are the Oprah <laughs> of physicians. So maybe just before we we hang up, uh, well, we stop the podcast, but mm-hmm. I'd like to talk a little bit about how that happens. Oh, wonderful. So. I have been um, deemed the Oprah um, of the physician or EBS. So one of my other passions is similar to what we're doing now in that I do interview my lovely physician colleagues and I get to highlight all the amazing things that they're doing inside and outside the clinical space. So of course, you will be one of my wonderful guests. Can't wait to get you on. And I do that through the Dr. Tamara Beckford show. And at this point in time, we have interviewed over 150 lovely, lovely physicians. Wow. I know. I mean, there's so many 
doctors doing amazing things, you know, and I've been able to interview physicians from all over the world. And I cannot wait until we get on the show and we'll be in opposite seats, but having the same great conversation and highlighting the importance of self-care, highlighting the importance of awareness, intimacy, and sex, and the importance of sexual health for all women. Absolutely. I'd love to. I can't wait. But this is this has been amazing. And I am very honored to have you on. Thank you for having me. Dr. <laughs> Backford, the Oprah. Of the- <laughs> so very good. Well, thank you. And um, this is the Muslim Sex Podcast. And I thank you all the listeners for joining in. And until next time, be well. Thank you. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to schedule a one-on-one coaching with Dr. Lodi, please visit drsadaf.com. And until next time, this is the Muslim Sex Podcast.